The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the people involved and do not reflect the official policy or position of any employer, institution, or agency. Yo. Hey. Welcome to another episode of uh, Sibling Sauce. Sibling Sauce. We're here for another week, episode four. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review us wherever you listen to this podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google. We are on Google Spotify. Podcasts, Spotify. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Sibling Sauce. Yeah. Tag us in pictures of you and your siblings. Sibling saucing. We're making this a verb now. So whenever you guys are getting together drinking with your siblings, it is now called Sibling Saucing. Yes, Tag exactly. us. Hashtag. We're also on YouTube right now. Uh, yes, we, we are. Put it up on YouTube. It's just uh, audio. There's no video or nothing. We, we might work on that uh, video cast also. But How much do you guys want to see us? Exactly. On a one to ten, let us know. We're kind of cute, handsome, and, and cute. So. Just uh, tag us. Type one to ten how much you want to see us, and tag us in sibling sauce. I need you guys to all be out of ten though. But again, thank you for listening, guys. We 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 appreciate all the feedback we've been getting from our friends and family and listeners that have been listening, and telling us things we should and shouldn't do. Sound effects. We're working we're on still it. We're working on all of that. These, believe it or not, these things are expensive and not expensive, but uh. You got to have a skill. You got to know how to do these things. Yeah, we're trying you know, to get a little dream team together. And uh, record these things. I'm no, I'm no audio engineer, but uh, it's definitely not the easiest thing to do. So bear with us. We're going to get there. You're going to look back in 100,000 100, episodes from now. You're going to look at us from the beginning and be like, wow, they've come a long way. I remember when they was basic. Exactly. So it's going to be, it's gonna, you're going to see it. But bear with us. Thanks for listening. We're working on it. What you been up to, brother dear? Well... I don't know. Today I've been uh, I've been up since 3 a.m. I just got back from Disney World or Florida with the kids. That was a long week. It was a long week. Went it felt Disney. long. Around Friday, I was out and I was like, I know that my brother is over this vacation because I feel like it's been a long time and you don't like to travel as long as I do. No, I, hate I said it. to the person I was with, I said, I know my brother's ready to come home. I feel it in my soul. Listen, I don't like going away for that long. I, I went away it was seven days, Sunday to Sunday. And with three kids, with three kids, that's like Sunday with, to next with, Sunday with the in-laws, the wife. Nah, that's three family, Sundays friends and stuff. So don't get me wrong. I like my in-laws and I had a good time, but I don't like being away from home that long. I ended up spending a lot of time watching the cameras in my house. <laughs> just to make sure everything was going smooth. You know what I mean? So it was definitely a long time to be away, but I had a good time. The kids had a good time in Disney. Uh, we was in the pool. It wasn't that warm in Florida, that, in Orlando. But uh, What was the temperature? Uh, on an average, every day it was probably like 75 to 80 degrees. One day it was really cool. That was the day we went to Disney. It was like 65, so that was a good day to go to Disney. But uh, 65 was, uh, in Florida. Well, that was one day, but the rest of the day it was like 80. And we were in the pool. We were in the hot tub. Kids were loving it. They were having a blast. They didn't want to leave. Ate some good food, but, um, yeah. Yeah, you did eat some good food. Yeah, I had some, uh, some whole fish with some garlic sauce. We could have all-you-can-eat seafood place. I mean, it's kind of ghetto, but for 50 bucks, you get unlimited lobster. Not like just lobster pieces and tails. They give you a whole lobster in a shell. You got to crack it and make your way. It's was it like, good or was it like salty and tasted frozen like red lobster? Sorry. No, it was, uh, it was good. It was a little tough. Like, I feel like they cooked it a little too long, but, you know, they're banging out thousands of lobsters a night. So I can't expect, I don't know. I don't know. It was good. Uh, for 50 bucks, I had about 
six lobsters. Whoa, <laughs> wait, you ate six lobsters? Six lobsters. Uh, did you eat the tail and the claw, or did you really, like, the bust claw, them open? Everything, busting them open. You had six lobsters? Six wow. Yeah. Did they have crabs? They had crabs. Crab had, legs? They had crab legs. Had oh, my God, shrimp. I want to go. I What's had, the name? It was called uh, Boston Lobster Feast. Or oh, Boston my gosh. So. But you know those unlimited places often <laughs> trick you up because I don't know if you've ever been to Popeye's out in Long Island. I've been to they Popeye's have, plenty of times. They have unlimited crab, but oh, yeah, for so some reason, Popeye's no, P O P like E I or something like that. But they have unlimited no, crab. But if I've been there five times, I think four times, I got full way too early and I was like legitimately pissed off. Well, it's like IHOP when they have unlimited pancakes. You know they make the pancakes different. Like, really? If you, go, if you go to Pancake House or IHOP. On a regular day, and you get regular a meal with pancakes. The pancakes are nice and soft and buttery and thin. But when you go on unlimited pancake days, they're thick and like they give you some rock hard, hard you, pancakes. No, they give you the ones that fill you up, fill you up quick. You can only eat like three of them, and next thing you know, you're full. That's how they get you. Oh my god! So maybe it's you. not me, but they can't do that with crabs. Well, no, they can't do that. With crabs. <laughs> I'm just saying, they do. They do things. There's tricks to that all-you-can-eat stuff. Interesting. Probably put some like carbs in your drink or something like that to make you uh, fill up. So, well, what that's good. What did you do this week? I had a fun week actually. I started off the week going to this event. Have you ever been to the Brooklyn Historical Society? I have not. It's in Brooklyn Heights, and it, I don't know if you're into this, but I really love to see like local history, like pictures of Flatbush. Before it was Flatbush, like when oh, it was yeah, still yeah. like a dirt was, road. Yeah, cool. That is so cool to me. And I don't know if you guys know this, but if you ever go to a Barnes and Nobles, there's a section which in which there's like local books and local facts. So if you go to like if you go to the Barnes and Nobles on Seventh Avenue and Park Slope, there's a section where they have like Brooklyn history and you can see a lot yeah, of books that. on like how Park Slope used to look. I love that kind of yeah, stuff. I've seen that. I, I read the whole history of Park Slope, how it was developed to uh well, not Park Slope, but like uh, Dumbo, that the promenade mm-hmm, and stuff. I was mm-hmm. to like rival the people in Manhattan, and they would look across the river. And oh, look at that! And then the whole like cherry, pineapple, apple street, all yeah, those yeah. streets. Yeah, yeah. What is Why are they named fruits? It was because some lady. I for, no, I don't know. I don't remember. That's story, really was, fascinating. If you, go down there, if you go to the promenade, there's a there's a there's a, there's like a plaque, and mm-hmm. you can read the whole history of why it's called this and the family that owns it or owned it. And the Mon- is it, it the Montague family? It might be the Montague. Because you know that's where it ends. Yeah. But, no, I'm really, really fascinated with that kind of stuff. So I, I actually went to the Brooklyn Historical Society but didn't see the exhibits. I planned to go back. But what I went I to go see... the picture you sent me. No, I'll tell you about that next. Uh, the, what I went to at the Brooklyn Historical Society was an event called The History of Black Businesses in Brooklyn. And the hosts were... Uh, the person who runs uh, Black in Brooklyn, which is a blog where they go review like black restaurants and businesses, there was a black yoga instructor, the owner of Urban Asanas in, on Nostrand in Crown Urban Heights. What? Urban Asanas. Asanas, A-S-A-N-A. It's like a yoga position, oh. like a certain posture. I don't know what the hell and then there was a, a historian. A temple grad. He made me proud. But it was a nice conversation about, like, kind of the history of black businesses. He was a historian that focused on restoration. You know Restoration Plaza on Fulton Street? And how that was supposed to be, like, restoring businesses and restoring entrepreneurship to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And he knows the whole history of it. So it was a super interesting conversation. And I met some... about what you're saying sounds interesting. What is interesting about this? So I think it's interesting because... You know what's funny? I thought it would be more interesting. Not going to lie to you. 
I actually wanted them to talk about something completely different. But I did think it was an interesting event, more so for the context. I went in there. I went in there and met a bunch of people. When I went in there, they had a full spread hosted by TD up uh, TD Jakes, TD Bank, and it was a bunch of like young black people there. I met this married couple who lives near me, and we're supposed to go out for drinks. Like it was just like an interesting crowd. The the room was packed, lined up to the T's. And so did you really learn anything about Brooklyn? Or you no. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I, I learned. I learned more about restoration and restoration what Plaza or rest, restoration, Brooklyn? restoration Plaza. Oh. But what I thought was interesting is that the conversation kind of like just like fell into a conversation about gentrification. And I was like, this mm-hmm. is unfortunate because mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. And I wanted them to talk about more so like investing in black businesses. And the conversation got there eventually. But. I think it was an interesting event nonetheless, and I, I think, like, I hope they have more events like that that talk about black things in Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is becoming so much more white that, like, an event that focuses on the history of black businesses in Brooklyn is a useful one, and I did learn something, and the room was actually diverse, so that means that other people from other races were learning something about the history of black businesses. Well, next time they have an event like that, make sure you let me know so I can... Uh, Get out of here. <laughs> I see your sarcasm. It sounds not that interesting. No, it really was. I'm not going to lie, but it wasn't... I wanted them... I'll tell you really, really quick what I wanted them to talk about, actually, which is something I've been fascinated with recently. I think it's basically pre-desegregation, pre-integration... We had so many black businesses, and they were the only businesses we could go to, and we frequented our own businesses. And once we were integrated and now you can go to Woolworths and all of these other like big price stores and they treat that, you know, they have to kind of treat you right. All of the black businesses died out. Uh, marketing to the Negro. What was that thing? Did you see it on Instagram? Where no. I, how to sell to the Negro. Oh, I did see that video, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was something about how they were explaining how to sell to the Negro, saying that the, the Negro needs to feel that they're important, that they're special, that they're, you know, stand out. So they buy bigger, gaudier things and things that make them feel like they're special or, you know, accomplished or whatever it is. So it was a whole thing. I don't know if it was fake or not, but I've seen on Instagram numerous times about how to sell to the Negro. I mean, bottom line is you you should just be trying to buy black-owned stuff. Right. Or, or not necessarily black-owned because we don't make everything, but I'm, I'm sure there is. There's a... There's a um, there's a that, website that, 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 that trigger, tells that you... Trigger, that Killer Mike, that trigger warning or whatever that Netflix documentary was... He tried to do only black owned stuff. Yeah. And there's like a website. There's yeah, a website that like shows black you black owned. products. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's that you, you talk about your quality of life and your comfort, you know, not being able to go to Walmart because you just can't get anything black owned. Or, but that was my that was my interest. Think, and half the things you think are black owned aren't are not black-owned like all these black hair products. Exactly. Like, didn't they sell like Johnson and Johnson and BT, all that stuff? Didn't they sell those things? Not BT, but like. I thought Johnson & Johnson was sold to... I could be wrong. Yeah, Johnson I, Johnson is white. they always been white. No, what was it? I thought Johnson & Johnson... Johnson is a white-ass family. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But, but nonetheless, I was really... I thought... I was hoping that they would talk about more of that and kind of the decline in black support for black businesses. But they kind of talked about it now. And the girl who wrote it, she was she's an old Essence writer. I've seen her around before. And she was talking about why she started the blog because she was becoming irate that all these black businesses were popping up. And... Like, they weren't being talked about. So before I finish this story, she had one statistic that I thought was really interesting. Across the country, black businesses are on the rise. In New York City, they're declining. 
but it's probably because it's so damn expensive just to mm-hmm. get it off the ground here. Yeah, you got to have real estate money. But it's still New York. We have a lot of money. So it's interesting we? to think. <laughs> Who's we? As a city, we are a wealthy city. And it's, I, even though. But it ain't the black folk. I understand that. And that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, why is it declining here when there's plenty of black folks spending plenty of money? Our businesses shouldn't be declining here. No, I don't think the two go hand in hand. Because if I'm in, you know, West Bumblehell, Alabama, and I got a couple thousand dollars, I can rent out a storefront and start my own business. Mm. Here... I need a lot more than a couple thousand dollars to rent out a store. And there's a lot more competition. That too. Yeah, I mean, no, you make so, a good point. So, I mean, you, it, it all depends on where you're at. I mean, here is very hard. And the high, what's, the, what's the turnover rate? They said there's like 25,000 restaurants in New York City. And yeah. it's like half of them close down every year. Yeah. Storefronts and everything. And I, I drive through the city all the time. And I wonder how some of these stores stay open. They're like a boutique clothing shop yeah. on, on Upper West Side. And they got two pieces of shirts in there. <laughs> and... I'm, like, I'm sure it's a probably a thousand dollars. You know, I have the same interest, but that's what I wanted. I, I, I'm just curious, and it, it touched on some of the things that I wanted to know, but it was not a hundred percent satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so next time that comes up, let me know, and I won't be there. I have something else to do. Get out of here! Didn't sound, didn't sound good. I also, I, I'm tell you real quick because I know you like that picture. I also went to the Guggenheim oh, last oh, weekend, <laughs> and they hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, I, I, if you guys follow her. Make sure you follow her. I don't know if you posted. Did you post it on your page? I did not on my page on my story. This, oh, so so it's, it's gone. If you want to see it, no, you don't look at see it. the you don't Robert Maplethorpe. She sent me a exhibit of an exhibit of a guy in like a suit <laughs> with his penis just coming through his flock. I was like, I'm looking like what? What is this? But bro, let me tell you, and that was, was like, probably the mildest. This? I was like, why is she sending me this? Like, what kind of? I did not send it to you. <laughs> You did send it to me. You oh, did I? I probably did. I probably directly. did. <laughs> I'm a You're troll. Like I saw story. You definitely sent it to me. I, I probably like, hey, did. <laughs> look at this dick. I was like, oh. I do. Wow, I do I like to mess up this. your days in I that did way. Not need to see it. I was no, like, but what is this? You know, first of all, you should have got flagged. I should have flagged you. You should have reported me. I should have reported your Instagram account. That's uncalled for and necessary. I don't want to see another man's penis. But it was a story. But going going to the Guggenheim was a very interesting experience. It's a cool museum, looking and everything, but. I left there wondering, like, what was I supposed to get from all of this? The Off Clint exhibit was cool. It was like this this woman, Off Clint, I forget her first name, but it's the first time they're ever showing her work. And it was a bunch of drawings and weird stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. For and art's I, sake, I could have published a I could have took a picture of a guy. or I mean, no. I could have taken a picture of a vagina and called it art and put it up in the Guggenheim. And but say, that's you know kind what? of my question. The Robert Maplethorpe exhibit... What I sent you was not even close to the worst. They had dudes peeing in each other's mouths, all types of stuff. But that is my question. That's why I'm talking about it. How do we, like, determine what's artistic and what's valuable? Who's behind this? Like That's my question. Who is the one that says, oh, this is, this is revolutionary. This is the new Picasso. What, right. I don't this? understand how these determinations are made. Like, what? What, what movie did I just watch? Oh, I just watched the... Uh... Oh, what was it on Netflix with Jake Gyllenhaal? Velvet, uh, no, Velvet Chainsaw, I think. That sounds called. gay. Velvet Buzzsaw. It's about an art curator, and they do all these art things. Listen, what is that, Velvet? Why am I thinking Velvet is gay? What's that place in uh, Prospect Park? Oh, that's Cashmere. That's the Vale of Cashmere. Cashmere. Why that's you know, it. Why are, you, why are you trying to hang out in the Vale, vale of Cashmere? I'm not. It's the, it's the Vale I'm of Cashmere. I'm just trying to stay away from the, it. The mayor's office and the governor's office. Those are the places in Prospect Park. 
when you don't want to Wait, the mayor's in the governor's office. I like, what's this? Those are places in Prospect Park. All of them are in the Vale of Kashmir. Oh, look at that. Go, no, you don't want to go to those places, though. Those Speaking places. of Prospect Park, slow brag, I ran eight miles oh, today, boy. and I have not run in over oh, a year. Boy. Don't be a hater. I got it in, and my back feels like I got it in. But anyways, what are oh, we drinking? Oh, 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 pause, pause, pause that. So who's this new guy? <laughs> I didn't even oh, think about man. that. Yeah, you got it in, and your back's hurting. All right. What's his name? All okay. right. No, no, no. Listen, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking uh, rum and Red Bull. That's why. That's how I get down. I'm drinking a little Panamanian rum and Red Bull. You bought me sugar-free Red Bull. You don't drink sugar free? Yeah, I don't like the fake sugar. It makes my uh, Is it fake sugar in there? I believe so. It doesn't make it doesn't make my stomach feel carbonated water, taurine, caffeine. So, but thank you. Thank you for the Red Bull. What do you think? I don't think there's fake sugar in here. I'm looking at Oh, aspartame. There is. I can't drink this no more. Mm-hmm. Aspartame is the mm-hmm. ghetto. Yeah, you bought it. Anyways, I didn't know. I've been drinking sugar free this whole time. Anyways, I'm drinking sorrel that I got from my grandmother's house and rum. Grandma made sorrow? She did. And she said, do you want to take some for your brother? I said, nah, he's no. good. Okay, thank you. See, you, you see what I'm talking about here? You don't even bring me some. You don't want any. I literally asked you if you wanted, right. if I, if you wanted some when I walked in, and you said no. You're right. I don't like sorrow. So shut up. But it's not the point. You didn't even ask me if I wanted some. I know you don't like sorrow. Did she cook? Yes. No. She made a stew that was like, so knock your socks off. Plate. That's what it is. All right, now you're pushing it. How's that pushing it? Bring How you a plate. You why don't you go get your own plate? You know what it takes for me to get to grandma's house. The same kids? thing it takes me. You live ten minutes away. <laughs> but we both about? have cars. Anyways, what's popping? Next segment. I don't know. You tell me what's popping because I'm just flabbergasted that you couldn't even bring me a plate of this good stew that she was having. Nah, you're dead on that. That's a nice Gucci shirt you got on right there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See? Listen, people, you guys. She's wearing Gucci out here, and she shouldn't even be wearing it because everybody knows that blackface that Gucci put out is offensive. Listen, and, and do you think wearing. so, really? Tell Gucci, me why you Gucci think. T-shirts out why there. do you think that's offensive? What do you mean? Why do I think that's offensive? Tell me. I'm just you know. Why Gucci? Why Gucci printing? Did it, you think they? I don't know if they intended it to be a blackface replica or just a black sweater with red lips. I don't know. I think maybe we are a little too sensitive. I don't know what it is, but. If they're offended, I'm offended. Who? They who? They as in the people who are offended. (laughs) (laughs) I think, so... I personally don't give a damn about it. So this is like secondhand research, I'd like to admit. But the artist who designed, like there's an artist not, like he may work for Gucci for this particular thing, but he's an artist in his own right. And he specializes in like absurd things. Things related to racism, overtly sexual things, back to like so that Robert. It was definitely so, intended to be a blackface sweater. Yeah, but the, what I'm saying, it's like similar to that Robert Maplethorpe exhibit I was talking about. He specializes in like the ridiculous, the absurd, and doing that things that thing. are. I was just showing guys doing flagrant homosexual. Right, but it's the same things. way. It's shock value. I think that honestly, at the end of the day, That's this stuff art. is all about shock value. Okay, but my point is, it's about shock value. So it's not surprising to me that they would create something that resembles blackface. But my thing is, Gucci, why are you hiring this person who's doing absurd things and why isn't anyone checking it? I don't think, like, I think as an artistic choice, the sweater is fine. And I actually think it's okay looking. I, I like so to be, I like to be, I probably wouldn't, but I like to be How much warm. How that sweater cost? 
It's probably like eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars. Eleven hundred dollars. But to be a racist. But no, you know, I think it's. I think it was a poor decision on Gucci's part. But I also think like we're mad quick to boycott, like fake boycott. Like we said, like Nick, people are gonna be wearing Gucci and buying Gucci within twenty one days. Like this is a that's fake not, that's ass boycott. That's not necessarily true. The people who buy a lot of the Gucci, like the rich people and stuff like that, they might actually. There's plenty of other options. There's plenty of other options if you want to show how much money you have in status. You don't have to buy Gucci. You could buy. I'm talking about Gucci. regular people on buy, the street. Yeah, no, but even those people, you could, if you're gonna spend a hundred dollars on a hundred twenty dollars, whatever Gucci T-shirt costs, you can spend that hundred twenty dollars on another shirt that's just as flamboyant or just as name recognizable as Gucci. So you don't have to buy Gucci. So that could really hurt Gucci. This, this, this dip in the pockets. You got celebrities coming out like Fifty Cent. Uh, burning the Gucci Did you stuff. see his letter that he wrote to Floyd Mayweather? No, yeah, he's silly. so Floyd, ridiculous. No, Floyd, is out of, Floyd is stupid, man. He got so much money, and he's like, oh, I'm still buying Gucci. That's fine. That's your preference, but, like, Floyd... You don't have to broadcast it. Keep it to yourself. About, nobody cares about what you think, Floyd. Floyd, you are... That's like the girl from the from Mary... Mar- sister, what's that? Mary Mary, that group, who's like, oh, yeah, I voted for Trump. Keep that to yourself. The uh, Stacey... The Stacey... No, that's Stacey Dash. Is it Stacey Dash? I forget. Oh, oh she's, she's dumb, too. But, I mean, I think people need to stop broadcasting their poor decisions. Yeah, you yeah. want to still support Gucci, keep it to yourself. Sure. Floyd, just stay in the ring. Yeah, box. yeah. You know, he, he don't... He don't... He don't matter. You can't... You're not canceled, but Floyd, nobody cares that you're still buying Gucci. But 50 burned up a whole pile of Gucci stuff. Which is crazy because I seen when he was burning up and the pile of clothes and that stuff is expensive. He paid. I mean, you got money, but you paid good money for that stuff. But like again, he could pay one hundred fifty dollars for a t shirt. You could buy a Gucci shirt. You could buy a Montclair shirt. You could buy a Fendi shirt. You could buy any other kind of shirt. That Are you boycotting much. Gucci? I don't even have. No but Gucci. if you were going to buy, like, if you had something on your mind that you were planning to buy, would you go buy it now or would you I not? The only thing I ever wanted from Gucci. They had a nice watch that I wanted. Sure. If you had the money to go buy it right now, would you go buy it? Um, I probably wouldn't buy the watch because... Anything from them. Would you still give Gucci any of your money? I don't really care that much, so I probably would if I really wanted something from Gucci. I wore my Gucci loafers to church this morning. That's right. Pretty proud. You like that stuff. Yeah, so you're not going to stop wearing them. No. Why don't you sell them? No, why? I mean... Cause they did that. Cause they made yeah. that sweater. Are you black? Are you? Are you? What are you? Do you care about the? Do you care about the movement? I do, but I just don't think that this is. You sell out. No, I just I I'm not. I I don't know. I just I think it was a bad decision made in poor taste. But to boycott them forever, I don't so know. I just don't see. I think plenty. For like six months. I think that there are plenty of companies out here disrespecting us, not showing people of color in their ads, doing all types of like this is Gucci is not the first place first place or business to kind of not respect black people as yeah, much as but, they should. Okay, but look at like Tommy Hilfiger back in the day when he was talking about You know that was not true. I know. It didn't even have to be true. But look at what happened. Do you and does anybody wear Tom anymore? I go I was at the outlets. Zendaya just did a like a partnership with him. I think he's trying well, to come I mean, back to the blacks. The bread, if it's about the money then that's one thing. But for her, it's about making money. For me, it's about spending money if I go to Tommy. Well, he still has a bad taste in my mouth, generally. Exactly. It's but it's thing. like, that's I the difference. To... I guess that's the difference. Gucci was like, oh, whoa, we messed up. Put out a meeting. Met with Dapper Dan. Like, they immediately went Who's into... Dapper Dan? The guy in Harlem? But he just did a line with them. So I think he's their biggest black, their closest black connect. But my point is, like, 
I don't get the sense that there was any maliciousness. It was an oversight. And I think they made a poor decision in who, what type of an artist they chose. You chose an absurd that, that artist. May, that may be true. And, that's, and for me, so it's like... Do you not have to pay for that? Do you not have to answer for they're, your they're paying for it now people are pissed at them yeah, but, but am i gonna like stop money. wearing my stuff that i've money. used my hard-earned money to buy no well i don't have anything that's gucci i don't even own anything gucci to be honest i think i may have the cologne and that's Actually, cool i don't even have the cologne i, I think there's so many bigger things going back to like the history of black businesses like i think there's so many other ways that we're being screwed that one that's sweater what? what do you mean I think black businesses are not doing that well, and we don't have any well, it black. On what you have, I mean, this is a capitalistic society. If you got a good product, you're gonna do all right. Not necessarily going back to the restaurants and stuff we were talking about. Well, like a lot of restaurants, they probably got either poor customer service or like a B rating on their window. I mean, I don't know that, but my point yeah, is, I think Gucci is small fries. I think if you if you have all that if energy, you issue, if you got an issue to pick a bone with. That might not be the biggest issue. Right. That's all I'm saying. I think that there's a lot more. There's a lot of other things that are left out there besides Gucci making a poor artistic decision. And I'm not sticking up for Gucci. I think they deserve whatever's coming like, to them. Sounds like you're sticking up for them. No, I think they got. deserve. No, it's, I think they deserve whatever's coming to them. If people don't want to shop with them, I'm not I'm not caping for Gucci. I'm not trying to tell you, so like, you hey, go buy more. So wait, go buy wait, more. Here's the question, though. If them loafers you'd be buying, you like, was on sale for like forty percent off tomorrow. Would you buy another pair? Oh, that's a good question. Forty percent. If if Gucci off. just put on a sale, like, here, black people, we're gonna give you stuff at forty percent off to make amends for the for our transgressions. Forty percent off. Let's just for say a pair not, of let's, loafers. Let's just say eight hundred dollars, and they said, "Yo, here they are for seven hundred dollars." I mean, here they are for five hundred dollars. Mm. Are you gonna buy another pair? It depends on the color. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here you go. Classic example of why the man always wins. It depends on the, depends color. On the color. It's your favorite color. As a matter of fact, it's some new color that nobody else got. There's only like twenty pairs, twenty pairs ever made. I don't and know. You get the first color. And it's like a violet purple that matches. Ooh. Matches your bag. Ooh, I guess I'm gonna have to be Floyd on this one. Look at you. Here you go, Floyd. You see. I guess I'm gonna have to be Floyd on this one. I just don't Ladies see. Gentlemen, I just why. don't have that much interest in this. The, uh, the the companies that are succeeding will always succeed because. I mean, I don't know if to, I would say all of that. Listen, <laughs> listen. If they actually like came out with something and was like, no, we stand behind this. Blackface is cool. Or if they did something like overtly and like didn't want to pause, because like there was like H and M and places like that. I feel like they were not apologetic. They didn't do anything. They were like, okay, what we we gonna do again? nothing. No, what, what was it? What was it? They crime? put that black boy in the shirt with saying the that monkey. he was a monkey. Uh, I'm the highest monkey. Like I think if they would have not like they didn't do anything. So f H and M. Y'all don't care. Y'all offended us. Y'all offended us, and you didn't even try to make amends. Try to do anything better. Gucci is out here. But this circles back to the original question: Are we too sensitive? Do people, so my, my point when you said that was that people want to be recognized and respected. I don't think this is a issue of Gucci not recognizing or respecting black people. I think it was a poor decision on their part, a poor artistic decision to release that shirt, yeah, but not knowing but the history of it. People are offended. Are we too sensitive in that? I think people have a right to be offended, but I just, I'm just not that offended. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. That's all I'm saying. Somebody came to me and was like, I'm not wearing that Gucci, blah, 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 blah. I would never be like, oh, you're, you know, I'm not going to tell them that they're wrong. It's just that me personally, I, I don't know. I just think there's bigger fish to fry. Like, 
that like uh, that's not really. I hope those loafers go on sale for you. Yo, shit, so do I. Cause I don't have anything Gucci. I don't think I would even buy anything because I don't, I can't afford those things. Get out of here. But uh, we're sitting in a mansion right now. Uh, allegedly, a mansion. Yeah, that's funny. Anyways, what else is going on? You... No, we gotta talk. Listen, oh my well, gosh! Well, we spoke about this on the last episode, and I gave everybody my perspective and what I thought was going on with your boy Jussie, Jussie Smollett, Jussie, just I, a liar. You know, people were looking at. You know, I'm sure people who listen to the podcast were like, "Oh no, man, he's problematic." Oh, this, this guy, he didn't do that. This is America right now. People are probably doing this, and now look what's going on. Oh, but hold on now, your boys, your boys out here. You know, everybody's questioning this story now. He's retracting some of his statements. He won't give his cell phone up. You know, the people who they had in question uh, came out and said it was orchestrated. He's getting written off the show. Listen. He, he, he planned the whole thing. Like, listen, I said the thing was fishy from the beginning. Listen. I should have I should have put, if, if Vegas had odds and bets for this, I would have put money down. Listen, if, uh, let's go back. I do believe people are out here doing the things that Jesse said was done to him. I no longer I believe. I no, I mean, that's fine. I don't know if I think that. Okay. But I no longer believe that they happened to Jesse. Whoa. Remember before she was like, oh, I'm not. I was, it. but I'm this is just, you know, what really pissed me off? He did, like, some audio somewhere where he said, I'm the black Tupac. Oh, I fought that. back. That killed it for me. Like you're ch- you're chasing fame over this topic now. Like you're the black Tupac. Who says that about themselves? Well, that is a posthumous I, comment. Like I, that's I, something people say about you. That's not something you say about yourself. That's something people say about you once like you're dead and gone and they're looking at your legacy. How just because you happened, got beat up now you're the new black Tupac says you? But what happened to Tupac that happened to him? I like, don't is, know, is but he like a martyr or something like that. I don't know, but him associating himself with somebody like Tupac over this thing that happened to you was just whack to me. You know what's funny too? Nobody's speaking. No other celebrity is speaking out of How come, like, the trolls of Instagram, like 50 Cent, people, I need people to come out and give their perspective. Like, what's going on? How come nobody's saying, yo, your boy's wild. Where's, where's Tommy? Where's Ghost? Where's these dudes at? Like, Wrong who- show, but I think that... Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm where's, where's, your, where's your man? Taraji. Taraji and... Um, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence you know? Howard does not seem like he would be helpful in this... It's funny. That's how Endeavor. those shows are. Empire and Power. Remember they said They're very was, similar. Power was I the, think. Uh, the, the adult version of Empire. I don't know. I'm not into any of them. But. I watched Power. Religion. I've seen Power I once or twice. Empire at all. But the. Uh, how come nobody's coming out and speaking out on what happened to him? I think that this is just about to blow up because CNN is like pinging my phone every 10 minutes about this. I think once it is like solidified, nobody wants to talk on it. And I totally get that. But I think once we are for sure that these Nigerians went into a plot with him to, you know, make it seem like he got beat up. Oh, I think he's going to get his. I feel very bad for what's about to come out for Jesse Smollett once it's confirmed. They have to write him off the show if that happens. They have to cancel everything. He's like Ryan Lochte. Like, he's literally oh, like yeah, Ryan, Ryan Lochte. Like, like, he went to Brazil, got drunk, and, like, didn't, like, wasn't back. Or something he, like that. It was like, he was he was in trouble. He was going to get in trouble for being out or doing whatever he was doing. And instead of just taking his beatings, 
he tried to make it seem like he got robbed and all of this stuff put like you know police power manpower behind it and all this stuff all for a farce and if he's doing a ryan lochte he should get shitted on the same way ryan lochte did because you lying I don't know. I saw... Ryan Lochte was like an Olympic swimmer. I people like, were pretty pissed. Yeah, but I feel like nobody really knows about... Like, Ryan Lochte comes around every four years on a swim day. This but when I, it was happening, like, the, the Olympic commentary and things like that, people were not pleased. They definitely were like, he's a liar. Listen, and this, I think his name will forever guy, be associated guy, with that. This guy, Smollett, for, it, it came out that these two guys they had in custody, two big-ass black dudes... Saying like, oh no, he orchestrated this because he's getting written off the show and he wanted some attention. That is just crazy to me. Like, and I thought it was just like a a gay love affair going wrong, which I, I still could be right. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm wrong. He's already openly gay, so I don't see why he would have to hide that now, other than the fact that he's lying. But if two guys, if he paid two people to just come and orchestrate this whole thing so he could have some relevance. Man. I can't believe, like, I... What, so, wait, wait, let me ask you something. What makes you not believe his story now? That Tupac comment, actually. It what? sounds trivial, but, like, the fact that you're trying to, like, gain clout over something like this makes me think it didn't really happen to you. Because if you really got beat up in some racist Trump BS, I would think that you would be letting other people say that about you. You wouldn't be out here like, and I fought back. I'm the black Tupac. Like, you're not trying to big up yourself. You're still somewhat traumatized, and you're still, like, trying to work through what happened to you. I don't know. It just seems weird that somebody in the same week would come out and, like, try to pump themselves up. That, to me, just gave me an air of, like, you're doing this for fame. You're doing this for something else other than what happened to you. He's emotional. Yeah, there's something. I don't know. I can't really put a word to it, but, like, something about him saying that in a public setting like that, and him going on is, Good Morning America and stuff. Those, isn't he the family with, like, the, the twin nine brothers? Yeah, from and Full like, House. Yeah, and, like, the girl. Journey from, Smollett yeah, and Jesse Smollett. Yeah, I yeah. think there's only two of them that are, like, really relevant, but I think it's Jesse and Journey Smollett. What was the one that was on... Uh, Full was House. House Full House. Just Journey Smollett was, like, the the twins' friend on Full House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was but in... um. She was in that movie where she got AIDS, the Tyler Perry movie. That shit was rough. It was sad. Oh, what the hell is this? Listen, I need, I, I need the celebrities. I need Fifty Cent. I need Will Smith. I need people to come out. Will and say, Smith. Well, I mean, when Will did Smith he ever is, say anything about anything? He doesn't. But I mean, people he's respected on Instagram because he's genuine. Hmm. I think that people need to come out and say something, give their perspective on these things because hmm. nobody's saying anything. He, he's just. I like I said. I think once it's confirmed, right now, never, if you read. No, but you know what? Every time you read the story, so the headline will say something like two Nigerians are, you know, in question associated with Jesse Smollett, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll say, but it's not confirmed yet. Or they won't give any names to the source. When they, I think when they have a hard story, oh, people are going to roast the shit out of him. And what's going to be the consequence? I mean, he's just going to be blacklisted. Nobody's going to want to work with a liar. A person who staged a racist attack and lied about it, that's disgusting. And not to mention, he's discrediting every other... Yeah, no, that's that wild. Like, so nobody should somebody, work with him. When somebody gets does get attacked by some white guys or a racial incident occurs, they're going to be like, ah, you know, these guys always make it up. You know, they're not telling the truth. So, 
I think if he's lying, he deserves all the negative repercussions because that is disgusting. I agree. I agree. I said it. I said it last week or two weeks ago, and I'm sure I got some smoke from it. People were texting me like, "Yo, I don't know." Senor I I was, problematico. I, I was I was victim shaming. I was doing all <laughs> kind of stuff. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm just giving you my opinion. I'm not saying he it happened or didn't happen. I'm giving you my opinion. But oh well, Jesse is coming for you. You better you better pull some truth out of this, or else you' about to get roasted forever. Yeah, you told me you went to a good restaurant this week. Where'd you go? Oh, my goodness. On Valentine's Day, I went to this place called... This is Z- the guy who made your back hurt? That took you All right. <laughs> that, my back hurts from running eight miles today. Be oh, clear. Oh, Anyways, oh, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I don't know why you I said went to this either. place called Zurily on Flatbush. <laughs> and it was... So, I was like tired it was a long day so i didn't pick the place or anything like that i just showed up and i was like okay pizza it was like west indian pizza and i said okay this could either be very stupid or very good like jerk chicken pizza aki and sawfish pizza like that kind of stuff could be like kind of kitschy like all right are you just it can be good but bruh oxtail pizza is my new favorite pizza yeah but again i i asked you if it was like oxtail, like deboned oxtail. If you get oxtail and rice and peas from the Jamaican spot, is it like deboned or is it like you go to the Italian restaurant they give you an oxtail ragu where it's like pulled, shredded, like. So beef. I think it was a combination of the two. So it had the flavoring, the allspice, the browning of deboned, like Jamaican restaurant oxtail, but it was shredded into like a ragu style preparation but it definitely had the flavor like when i took like a piece of meat off the pizza and just ate the piece of meat it tasted like oxtails out the restaurant and i don't know i don't remember what kind of cheese it was but it was well done and they had a caesar i had a caesar salad also and they had my favorite thing i whenever i have a caesar salad which i don't have often i ask for actual anchovies in it that's because you're bougie well caesar dressing does have anchovies in it but i like the extra salt i like salt so I asked for anchovies, and the fact that they did it, pressure? my blood pressure is good. I just went to the doctor this week. Everything is well. I'm alive and well. Not me. Oh well, you should um, not eat anchovies in your Caesar salad, I guess. Nope. But yeah, I'm a big fan of anchovies in the Caesar salad, and they had a honey Caesar dressing, so it was kind of like you know how Caesar dressing can be kind of tart. It was like it just eliminated the tartness. It wasn't sweet, but the honey just kind of leveled it out. It was a delicious meal with some red wine. Like, it exceeded my expectations by a whole lot. I would recommend it. What else did you have? I just had the pizza, the salad, and wine. We just had the pizza, salad, and wine. But it was good. I recommend it. Zurily and Flatbush. Um, I've been supporting black-owned restaurants as a trend. So I went to oh, Zurily. Oh, look at you, Mrs. I want to buy Gucci flats. Now you want I to went- restaurants. <laughs> now you I'm going to wear my culture. Gucci flats now there. You, now you Why don't you wear the blackface sweater with your Gucci flats and go to a black-owned restaurant? I'm see. going to. Nice yeah. and hypocritical. Total t- Uncle Tom hypocrite. But the next night, we went to Zombie in Flatbush, which was cool. I'm enjoying um, these black-owned places. I've been to... Where have I been also recently? Bedvine. Like, there's so many black-owned places in Brooklyn that, like, I feel like until I see all of those, I'm not going to go anywhere else. Like, I I feel like I need to at least go to all these places once. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't been... Like, I I just went to... I was in Orlando, 
and I had some good crab legs and stuff and a good whole fish. I didn't really, I didn't, the thing is I went with my family and I couldn't go all the places I wanted to go because I had the kids and the in-laws and people eating styles and not the same as mine. So I was pretty much just going with the flow the whole week. So I didn't really get to go too many places, but you know, I, I do want to try that oxtail pizza. pizza. It's so good. I recommend it. I do want to try that, 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 uh, Aki, Aki and sawfish pizza. That sounds good too. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like bread. I mean, yeah. Because you, you if you get sawfish and bakes, what is the yeah. difference? I mean, you got to add cheese. and Is it tomato sauce on that oxtail pizza? I don't know. I'm, I I will not get anything but oxtail pizza when I go back there, most likely. Well, it was so good. Everything. How are you going to not try it? I mean, who's to know if I will ever go back? But if I did, I'm. we would have to get two pizzas because I'm definitely getting what oxtail did, pizza. What did, what did the other person you went with got? We, shared, we shared the pizza. Oh, yeah, shared a pizza. Okay. Yeah. It was, a, it was a big pizza. Like, I... Sharing the pizza with the salad, I was quite well, well, satisfied. Well, I'll tell you what one of the highlights of my week was. I sent you a picture of it. Oh. I had a strawberry pepper Paloma. Paloma! <laughs> Listen, that Paloma was... The, you you love that Paloma since that one place you went to in Brooklyn. But they had a strawberry with black pepper Paloma. And it that was sounds great. good. Like, you, you took a sip and it was like... Like what was the black pepper? pepper? Was it absolute pepper or was it something else pepper flavor? I mean, you're asking questions. I have what, was the, what was the pepper? I don't, you don't know? I don't know. I don't know if it was absolute pepper or if it was actually they sprinkled I don't know why they it. spell it like that. That's annoying. Yeah. I mean, it was probably absolute pepper because it had a little bite to it. When you, when that you tastes good it. in a Bloody Mary. I don't even drink Bloody Marys, but if I did, I would get it with absolute pepper. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, 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 could, I, I took a picture of the, the uh, menu. The, uh, yeah, menu, I got to look so. at that. Maybe we'll try to make those next week. Yes, we should make cocktails every week, and we can talk more about what's in them. Yes. Yeah, and maybe we'll do the crab, the crab legs. Lots yes. Of crab legs next week. Yes, let's feast. Oh. I'm into it. Okay, all right. So let me tell you, crab legs are $15 now. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting, I feel like old people, how Ma always, you know how Ma's always like, I remember when chicken wings were 99 cents a pound. I remember when crab uh, legs were five ninety nine a well, pound. I, what the hell? I, I had a Ma moment today. What is it? Because I was uh, in Western Beef. <laughs> that's a Ma place. That's definitely a Ma place. <laughs> and they had a box, a 40 pound box of chicken leg quarters, the thigh and the leg quartered up for uh, 49 cents a pound. So I got Whoa. a 40 pound box of chicken leg quarters. Is it organic? Is it hormone free? Any of that? Alright, I mean, for $40, for $19. I would assume not. I don't know if you're getting organic and corn free. I got you better be careful feeding my nieces that. Listen, I grew up on it. And look at you. That's why you be twitching. I'm fine. All those know, damn hormones. You, you grew up on it too, so what's the difference? What do I don't eat it no more. Nah. nah. I do eat chicken, but I, I, I can't buy big gonna... boxes of chicken like that. I just feel like I'm getting like the worst of the worst. You might be. You might be. But I, I quartered it up. I chopped up the legs and quartered, put them in bags. I got like six bags of chicken thighs and legs in the freezer. Does this like skin on? You got to clean it and all that stuff? Yeah. Well, nah, I, that's I mad work, fam. I cleaned it all today. You know, I don't buy meat in the house no more. I am completely lazy with meat now. The thought of cleaning chicken, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'd rather go buy some boneless, skinless, already cleaned up. I live by myself, so the amount... It, Undomesticated. No, it's not even that. It's just, like, for the work that it would take me. Like, I only... Probably two pieces of chicken could last me all week because I don't eat that much meat. So I'll just buy it cleaned and organic and already prepped. I, I say that to say I got a good deal on some chicken. 
and they had they had the uh you better tell your mother so she could go yeah, buy yeah, it yeah i was looking for the oxtail but they didn't have it so whatever so we're feasting next week crab legs and all of that so i have a question for you yeah if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life with no consequence for your physical body whatever no allergies no you're not going to gain weight none of that what would you eat that, that's a loaded question, and I think you need to narrow it down a little bit to who's cooking it, where am I, and It doesn't what kind matter. Of All of that is included. Like, what are you going to eat, and who's going to cook it? You could set it up. <laughs> Man, that is a tough question. Because one plate. <laughs> one plate of food, huh? You're not talking about a buffet here. I'm, I love turkey wings, so I'm probably going to get some mm. grandma's turkey wings ah. with uh, some mac and cheese and some lasagna. I'll turkey wings, macaroni and cheese, and lasagna. That is a heavy meal, and but that's, that's my it point. sounds good. But I, I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I didn't mention an honorary mention to some oxtail. Right. Or some fried chicken. Right, fried chicken is fried chicken is some wings. I up mean, there's, there. There's a whole bunch of things that some Schneider wings. Yeah, like you can't put Schneider wings on your like last meal. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of things that I think need to be mentioned. But I mean, if I had to make my choice, I'm definitely going turkey wings, baby turkey wings, all made by grandma. Grandma can make them, yeah. She can make all of those for me. Yeah, she can make those honey and the macaroni yeah. for me. So, I mean, we, well, I'll just go su- Sunday dinner at Grandma's house. And, uh, <laughs> You're simple. Well, I'm simple. But this, I do love fried chicken. Nah, it's same. Not my, it's not my my Negro propensity to like it. No, it's I, just good. You I, know I who's fried chicken. You know who I've fell in love with their fried chicken? The Jamaican restaurant. Yeah, they got great they season chicken. the shit out of that fried chicken. I know, you like the salt too. Yes. It's, so spicy too. it's like seasoned, like it's like orange almost. Like I like yeah, that. You got that, that spice in there. I, I went to the, the like that same Jamaican restaurant and I got fried chicken and it's delicious. So you know how I said I'm lazy about cooking meat. I can go to the Jamaican restaurant and get like a barbecue chicken, which is the leg and the breast, and a piece of fried chicken, the leg and the breast. And that lasts me forever. How? How does that last you forever? That's because I only take a little bit like to put on top of my salad or to put with my chicken. I just need the taste of it. I don't need a whole lot of it. But sometimes I'm like, I just want some meat. That's what she said. Oh, my God. I'm killing myself yeah, tonight. You're out of control out here. What is my meal? My meal. Can you guess what my meal would be? Yes. You are getting panil <laughs> from the Dominicans. That is exactly what you're getting. You're getting panil. And no, can you say my whole order though? Because it's it's a particular type of order. Uh, Peniel, give me a piece of the skin. <laughs> yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> Don't forget my skin. I say it like seven times. I got a cold guy. Sorry, Paul, it's coughing. But she's definitely getting the pork with the skin. Are you getting rice with it? I don't know what you're getting with. I'm it. getting yellow rice with a little bit of beans. Oh my god. Platanos like- on the side. You out of control. And if you got some vegetables, I feel like they never have vegetables, but oh, I, I would take place, some. Uh, uh, La Reina de Chicharron up in Washington Heights. This chicharron oh, yeah. Spot. Throw some chicharron on the side in case that skin is Man. no good. Everyone's skin is not good. Listen, I had the chicharron with some lime and some Yes. What? Chicharron that, is. That joint was delicious. And I felt my arteries clogging yeah, as I was eating it. Yeah. But, you know, it feels I very wrong. I'm, go out, I'm going out on some chicharron. Chicharron feels very wrong. Do you remember going to. 
that corner store on 150th going towards the Belt Parkway. I do. My dad would take us, and whenever we were going to Brooklyn to visit my grandmother growing up in Queens, my dad would take us past this corner store. They would sell chicharron in a garb like not garbage in a brown paper bag by the time he got to the car the bag was soaked through of grease that stuff was so tasty i mean you'd be chewing on fat and spitting all the way to brooklyn oh my god i can't i went in there maybe like five years ago (gasps) did you just to see if they still had it and they didn't have it anymore it's not even owned by spanish people anymore can you even think about it like why were we eating fried pork out of the bodega because they made good chicharron. What do you, what do you mean? Why I don't do even eat out of bodegas anymore, but that you was would, the move. You would if they had good uh, specialties. If they had chicharron, I would. What if you went, you went to a bodega and they had the best chicken wings? You would go there and get your chicken wings, wouldn't you? Mm. I don't judge. It would be hard for me to figure out that they have the best chicken wings because I wouldn't mouth. try word it. Word of mouth. Your boy called From who? Says, the shelter men? Who's word of mouth from who? I'm not saying a bodega by I'm not saying. Oh. If somebody said, yo, the store over here on this corner. Got wings. Got wings. Go try them. And you were like, mm, I tried them and they were good. You go back. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. Who are you? You're not, you're not bougie. No, I'm not. I just oh, don't eat bodega food, really. I just don't really eat bodega food because I'm like, they don't even have a letter. Like, do people even know you're serving food? Like, do you do health inspectors even come here? Of course they do. If you serve hot food, they Why don't, don't they have a letter then? I mean, they might. They might. But they, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't get hot food with an EBT card. Oh, yeah, clearly. There's signs everywhere. But, you know, if you go to the right spot, they do the right day. They, they hook it up for you. Hmm. All right. What are you looking forward to this week? This week? Well, I was off this whole past week, so I got to go back to work. Um, I'm not really looking forward to anything, to be honest with you. I got to go back to work, you know, deal with all the stuff. That's, there's probably a pile of stuff on my desk that I have to go catch up on that is accumulating for me while I was gone. So, I'm not really looking for anything. The kids are off, so I, I'm probably going to end up coming home every day and just being with the kids and hearing their mouth and the wife's mouth. So, no, nothing, absolutely nothing <laughs> to look forward to this week. No vacations lined up, no nothing. What about yourself? Um, Nothing specific, just um getting work done, trying to work out a little more. I think I might have did myself in today because I feel like I'm going to be hurt tomorrow. When this soreness yeah. really kicks in, but if I'm if I'm okay, I'm gonna work try and work out every day this week. I work out five days a week, but it's been like on the weekends and stuff. I'd like to move to just working out Monday through Friday. I'm so. actually gonna try and go to kickboxing tomorrow morning. Go! Whoop! You know, I haven't had no motivation, but this vacation really put me in the hole. So I'm gonna try and go to kickboxing. This- well, here goes your accountability team, because guess who'll be asking you next week how many days you kickboxed. Well, Post pictures. All right, we'll see. We shall see. Check his Instagram at Ali B Way to see if he has worked out. Yeah, we'll see how tonight goes and how I feel in the morning. Oh, that already sounds like a cop out. Well, whatever. (laughs) I I, I got nothing to prove to you people. (laughs) Do you hear this anger? Well, look. Thank you guys for listening. This is this is gonna make our. The end of our fourth episode of Sibling Sauce. Yes, yes, we, we try to trim it down a little for you guys, so we kept it under an hour, uh, under an hour for you guys. This is like your train ride. Exactly. So you guys can listen to the whole the whole commute to work. You can listen. Voila! You're uh, welcome. But thanks for listening. Any hit us up at siblingsauce.com, um, at siblingsauce on Instagram, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, stuff. stalk us wherever you can. Yeah, and like again, we're still in the, in the early stages, so any any feedback you got, just hit us up and let us know. All right. Thank you. Peace out. Bye.